Sounds like get a little bit of a connection with the the thing. And then Then when you come back to it it's not it's like with the guitar. Yeah, you really warmed up. <laughs> not just yeah. Yeah, not coming in cold, even if it's just like a the brief brief connection. <clears throat> That's interesting. Um all right. All right. This is Tyler Murphy. You're listening to the Lonely Painter podcast, and my friend Parker Brown is here with me today, Hello. drinking some uh, some Revel coffee. Ooh, it's delicious, Gary. From a Mister Coffee coffee maker. <laughs> How it was intended. Yep. And uh, <clears throat> Parker's going to play a few songs here for us in uh, in just a few minutes, and. Here in two days, he's he's uh, playing more songs down at the gallery on Thursday for the opening of what I've called the Portal Exhibition. I'm going to give a little artist talk and uh, kind of ramble my way through that, but I figured that I better have a backup plan for so that people get their... Uh, they're not paying anything. I was going to say get their money's worth, but they're not paying <laughs> yeah. anything. But get their money's worth for braving the cold and driving downtown and coming into the gallery so we'll also do kind of i'm hoping you know that i'll say my little bit and then uh people that are there yourself included parker if you have any questions like for me and what i'm kind of saying about art and what portal means to me and what the gallery maybe can and uh, should be for the community and then uh and just just any any follow up questions on anything that I put out there, and then and then we'll transition Do into into some music with you, and yeah, hopefully hopefully it kind of keeps this kind of open format flow going, where anybody sitting there can just ask a question, and we can it it could kind of be like a story night in yeah. a sense. I love that. Yeah, that's cool. My friend uh, Stan Parker. And I were talking about he can't be there this Thursday because oh, he's, he's at the Big Sky Film Festival. But we're thinking about doing like something once a month that would be like this, uh, where it would just be a musician, but have it be kind of this open format Q and A uh, with a with one person kind of acting as the host each time. Mm-hmm. But that you would ask the musician, who would you like to play host? Oh. Um, so, you know, like I feel comfortable doing that, you know, for like, say you or Grant or Ryan, because I know you guys and I know your songs right. pretty well, but, um, beyond you guys, I don't, I don't know <laughs> right. very many musicians very yeah. well or their songs very well. So we're thinking of doing that and maybe calling that, uh, liner notes. Yeah. Like, I like that. Yeah. And have that be every like third Tuesday of the month. So we'd have story night every second Tuesday and then oh, yeah. and then liner notes on every third Tuesday. What do you think? I love it. I think that's great. I mean, of course there's all these logistical questions with it. You know, like an artist that you might not know and then their facilitator or, or whatever, like knowing and being confident and... yeah. And their job, like them doing the job that you want them to do. Yeah. But I think other than that, that's, it's a great idea. Yeah. 
I won't be all that responsible for it. If we do it, it would be it would be kind of like Stan's. Oh, okay, baby. Yeah, yeah, nice. So that's that's kind of what makes me excited about it is that I could just hand it off. Yeah, to Stan. Yeah, and maybe we could schedule out the whole year. You know, mm, right where away. it'd be like you one month, Grant, mm. Ryan, and so those ones. Yeah. So and then we just. Yeah, Wes Urbaniak would be really cool to yeah. to hear his story and you know even even yeah like Matt Blakesley there's there's a lot yeah. of people that have when you know and even you know you hear their music and but when you hear the story and the the artist's interpretation of the work it brings that work to life so much more yeah and I <clears throat> I'm I'm really liking that that's sort of like where some things are going because even Matt is doing that with CMYK yeah and I like that I like hearing you know rather than just one person always talking or one side of things you get this sort of like bigger deeper picture because you're pulling it from other people and, yeah yeah and sharing sharing you know kind yep. of the thing with story night and stuff yeah because that's really popular isn't it I still mm-hmm. have <laughs> I haven't made it to a story night yet it's alright yeah, there's been 50 people there the last three times. Wow. And there's no more room. I mean, there's no more seats. That Every chair is filled. Um, and, yeah, it's it's great. I think <clears throat> what I like about it is it, it, you know, like when Matt interviewed you at CMYK, mm-hmm. then you're all of a sudden kind of reflecting more on your life and right. kind of thinking about, okay, what, you know, what, what would I have to say to this community that I'm a part of? Like mm-hmm. what, and, and so then you're, you're kind of living your life in a different way than you were before that. Now, regardless of whether you say anything useful or not, <laughs> right? it's, it's like, you know, it just, it makes you feel good, but it also makes you reflect on your life in a new way that maybe you hadn't done before. And that's, I think something that, I think actually that was always part of like early church that that mm-hmm. I think is kind of more so the format that um, everyone really does have a voice. Yeah. And it's important to hear it. Yeah. And and yeah, like so it, there's like a a manifold growth that happens. It's not like you said like I, I went to a church and what I loved about it was that it was open for people to share so like every week a new person would share <clears throat> communion. Yeah. And so that whole week, you know, that one person would be reflecting on the importance of communion in their life yeah. and what it meant, you know, and they'd, they'd marinate on it and, and then, and then we would all take communion together and they would, they would talk about that. And, and like you said, when you have to do that yourself, you strengthen that. Yeah. What, what that, whatever that object is or whatever you're going to do, reflecting on it like that and, and coming up with some sort of concise, shareable inf- information on that, then, then you grow out of that too. So you're seeing everybody growing. Yeah. You know, they're gro- the, the group is gro- The people that are being shared to are growing. The person that's growing uh, the, the is sharing, sharing is, is growing. growing. Yeah. And the idea is growing. It's, it's cool. And it helps also to connect people who like are like you're not going to go out of your way to maybe go get coffee with like you can only you can really only get to know so many people yeah 
on a deep level like like how our friendship is but when somebody gets up and and shares some of their struggles some of their shortcomings Mm -hmm. um ways you know things that they've battled through and what they've learned from that then all of a sudden when it's over there's common ground as you're cleaning up the -hmm. space or you know putting chairs away or whatever it's it's easier to to walk up to somebody and and be like man you know i just really connected with with what you said there yeah oh totally yeah Mm -hmm. so it's like a it's like a way of kind of breaking the ice for for people yeah right it's good stuff i like it i like it so um we're done now right we're done (laughs) that was it uh let's see well first of all how how you been and then i do have yeah i've been i've been well yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's been a crazy you know uh crazy time but through through it I've found a lot of a lot of uh, growth and in, in, in inner inner peace and inner growth through it, and so each yeah. day it just seems like building upon that stuff. Yeah, and uh, trying to just realize, like, figure out what what I want in life and how I want to navigate life. Yeah, this year, or, you know, and then set that up for five, ten years. You know, trying yeah. to figure that sort of stuff out. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good. It's exciting, I think, too. Yeah. Like, to have it's not just like cool, or just slugging through life. You know, it's sort of like there's a bunch of intention, cool. that's trying to be applied to every decision. Nice. Yeah. We won't go into any of that, but sure. But I did because, uh, uh, um, but you've shared with me some of the different things that are happening in your life and it's it's cool it's like i think we i was laughing the other night when you shared some of it because it's like dude this is an event (laughs) (laughs) things are happening right yeah (laughs) yeah and i think that it's an interesting we we have interesting opportunities to go to deal with big events in our life right you can either you know uh find find try to find joy and try to find a, a, you know a catalyst for change and growth and and um and wonder a sense of wonder or or you could you know and I've done this in the past where I've had events happen and I just wanted to I felt like you know the the right thing to do would be to like drink more and smoke more and go out more you know like sort yeah, of like yeah. harm the self in into a you know, really, um, that that was like <clears throat> kind of a punishment for for things, like a self punishment, like okay. self flagellation for mm. for these acts of the event or whatever. You know, okay. And so I don't know. Trying to approach things from the opposite end of the spectrum too. I don't know. I've, have you noticed that people like go one way or the other, or or some people don't even self reflect and yeah. continue. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, you're probably yeah, you're probably right, and I, I'm I'm just thinking of like when times get a little rough in my life, it it can be really easy to turn to. I mean, we all find something that kind of helps us cope with it, mm-hmm. um, and the thing just to me the thing changes all the time. I mean, it can even be I've been realizing how much 
you know, reading and mm. getting into philosophy and psychology and stuff. It's like, you know, that can just as easily become a thing that can um, cover over the antagonism of life and help you to just feel, you know, and that's, there are some things that are better and like health wise for you and some yeah. things that, you know, will, will last uh, longer than a McDonald's cheeseburger or yeah. or a couple beers out and and better your life hopefully yeah but there's still that antagonism that you're trying to cover over right and and I think just learning to be to just go okay that's probably going to be there I'll continue to cover over it in various ways but it's there. Yeah, find find like healthy, healthier ways, like kinder ways yeah. to keep the 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 antagonist away. Yeah, or or to harness it to right in, into the good to to let it be something that drives you that adds more beauty to the world. You know. Yeah. That I mean that right. That's like that's like what every comedian does or a songwriter mm-hmm. does, mm-hmm. right? Is they take the hard stuff of their life and turn it into something beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Like acknowledging it's there. Yeah. Letting it be there and rest, you know, the awareness of it. I think that's it. Living in awareness of what's really going on and then, yeah, accessing it. Yeah. To make art, which is, I think, isn't that what you put in your sort of something that you put in your hand or your send out portal yeah making people feel less alone through your like awareness of the situation or things like that that that's what you're trying to get yeah in some senses with i think i think just as an artist i've gone through a lot of uh self-reflection of okay i i can sense so uh, you know i'm just this angsty existential guy who is like questioning everything all the time it's just kind of part of me. Yeah, but like, I love it. so I'm always questioning. Okay, what you know? What does this matter? Like, what does the gallery matter for? What is what does my art matter for? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I I just want I want to keep on dwelling on those questions. Yeah, and I can sense really at times or at nights, like at story night, times where I'm sitting there at story night, I can sense that this really matters right mm-hmm. now that it's like a feeling in the room and in my body of this is the most meaningful thing that I could possibly be doing right here right now so I long for more and more of that feeling mm-hmm. you know and with a painting it's like you know the actually I mean this is why I call it the lonely painter podcast is like it's just a lot of being by yourself and, and, and you, it's not like you get, you, you might paint something and then you might not ever, you might sell it to somebody online and it just goes away. And so it can kind of start to feel, uh, a little meaningless if, if you have to do at least a little more mental gymnastics to go to, to instead of like, like imagine, you know, Lenny at the coffee shop, like Somebody orders a coffee, he makes the coffee, he hands it to them, and then he gets to see how it, like, brings joy to their life right then and there. And so he gets, like, a little boost of, of, 
uh, what endorphins or yeah. whatever from Little dopamine and yeah. serotonin. Yeah. yeah, and I get that every every time at story night. You know? Yeah, like oh yeah, this is so. I'm I'm always wanting to sense that with my own work. You know. Yeah the <clears throat> the reason I'm laughing is because I went through that really uh, intensely with performing my own music, mm. and it was like. You know, th- that struggle all the time. What does this mean? How can yeah. I make this more meaningful? How can I... Like, <laughs> it's like a, uh, we both have the same syndrome of trying to, like, make it something meaningful because you'd do a show and you'd play in front of 250 people, 300 yeah. people, and, you know, it would feel like you only connected with... I only connected with Tyler Murphy, of course, and, <laughs> and like Ryan Kayberry and, you know, Phil's mom. Like, like, you know, and, and, but, and so the shows, it was this hard, like, how do you make, the, it was all so fleeting and it, yeah. and it did become, like, felt like I was, it was meaningless. Unless, but then they would have those shows that were like house shows or gallery shows. Yeah. And, you knew you connected with everybody because you felt it in the room. Yeah. You know, sort of probably something similar to the story night. Like, there was a palpable energy transfer or, yep. you know, coming together, commingling, and you left and you were like, oh, yeah, yeah. that was crazy. And like, and in an environment like that, when you're done, probably so many people come up and say, like, wow, that I really needed that. Yeah. Tonight. Oh, yeah, totally. And, and you take that they're taking that with them mm-hmm. into their lives and so yeah that's that's what i'm hoping we can do on thursday night as well and i'm trying to push myself to i i want all of the artists at the gallery to start doing more and more of these and and any any artists anywhere to start doing more and more of these uh okay you've you've put all this work into pa- making these you know, 10 paintings or whatever it is that mm-hmm. go as part of an exhibition. Let's hear about it. Like, why'd you paint them? Like, what's, you know, what are you thinking about as like, let's, let's hear from you a little bit. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I go to different exhibition openings and there's, that's not there. Oh yeah. And I just, I want that. Right. Um, so that kind of starts with, with me yeah, doing it. And then hopefully setting an example. Yeah, yeah. I, it it's it's the same for music. I think you know in that world, and it's hard. Like in, it's always funny trying to watch. Like, you know, there's a time and a place. There's there's artists that want to share their story with the bar room crowd, and right. <laughs> you know, like you know, I've seen yeah. people like, shh, you know, quiet down, guys. I want to talk, and you're like, that's not. That's not going to yeah. work. Like yeah. no, nobody's going to want to hear this story. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's sad, but it it's useful. It's it's special and it's important. Yeah. So maybe more artists, musicians need to find the right venue for their to express their heart. Yeah, more thoroughly. Yeah, yeah. than a than a, a garage, brew garage or something. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I loved that the other night with with Grant, I, it is, I still do, I think we do need to get this liner notes thing going because, um, I, we haven't had as many shows in the gallery as maybe over the last couple of years as we've had. And I'm missing that intimate mm-hmm. space where everybody's listening. 
Yeah. Because um, there's like a there's like a real difference for me in there still in the new space at the garage uh, where it's like really great. Uh, you can hear it, hear everything clearly, and then you take like three steps back, and the, the crowd noise. Oh yeah, comes mm-hmm. comes in. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and uh, being on stage there, it is loud. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to um, feel connected to the crowd. You have to just know that you're connecting in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I played there, the lights, they had oh, right. figured the lights out, so yeah. it was bright, and everybody was talking, and I just was like, yeah, you know, this is, these are all good a uh, little like uh, like challenges for you know okay I'm just not going to care I'm just yep. going to do do what my thing and hope that I'm connecting and 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 continue on where I used to get well I'm sharing my heart and all this hard work yeah. and yeah. you're not listening you know yeah. <laughs> like yeah. and be all beat up and then go get drunk and <laughs> and then feel like double worse the next day like cause I was vulnerable to a bunch of people that talked over my songs and oh my gosh and then I was yeah. hung over and yeah. feeling low about that decision <laughs> but now it's just like whatever it's a vicious know. cycle it is <laughs> okay so this is called the Lonely Painter Podcast do you um I mean when you got into uh, being a musician, did you did you know how lonely of a profession it was going to be? Oh yeah, I was thinking about that when you were talking about being a lonely painter. Yeah, like oh that's me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I but I was yeah I've always had like a disposition or a propensity to like be a lonely person. Like so when I really started practicing guitar and um, I think like junior and senior year it was like uh a lot of time spent alone in the basement feeling like sad and um dejected and then um then i got good enough i quit practicing but then in my adult life like writing songs and practicing to be a professional musician over the last probably eight years oh it's probably been more than that um 10 years realizing through you know what you're saying too like yeah that's that's the life the there's just such a you're alone all the time yeah and with your thoughts and with your instrument and with your music and your you know your ideas so it's a lonely musician's life yeah that i think a lot of musicians live that life yeah it's different than maybe what you have yeah what you fantasize the yeah. whole thing's going to be about yeah. but but there's kind of a beauty to it as well mm-hmm. that but there's definitely a acceptance of the reality of of uh that it is not what you thought it was going to be <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it's so lonely <laughs> it's crazy like and I just I ref, just I'm reflecting on all this stuff and I remember getting to a point where I was like wow I'm I'm holding my bass more than I'm holding my partner yeah. you know or my kids or something you know yeah. you're like wow I spend more time with my instrument than I do with yeah the people that mean so much to me 
And I think, you know, it's a double-edged sword. It's like I feel like now I don't really want to or need to practice very much. Like I can still go do things and and succeed. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. obstacles Mm -hmm. like playing with really great performers from L.A. or New York that come into town. I I can just go and I can play with them and they can have a good time. They won't hate their life for having to play with some... You know, because I'm yeah, good yeah. enough that we have a good time playing music. So <clears throat> now I can reflect, like, well, I don't really need to practice as as much or and, and balance the scale now. Yeah. But it's hard when you don't feel like you're good enough mm. that it you do kind of have to. It's weird, like uh, sacrifice things like being with your instrument more than your family. And you don't really realize you're doing it, and it's you know. I mean, for me, you know, it got it got it got to a point where you know you don't realize it's maybe too far. Really. Yeah. But well, then there's this des- at that point there's like this desire to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's fun, and, the, and then it's, and suddenly like you kind of maybe get to that level, and then you're like, oh my gosh, look at all, all this time. Yeah. That I've. Like, look what I've done to myself. Yeah. <laughs> and the people around me. Right. No, and it's it's crazy. And it, and, and it takes away, like, some of art, I don't think we realize as artists that our art also takes away from us loving ourselves and giving us our own time because we're always working on our craft. That's, even though we're doing something for ourselves, ourself and our desires, we're still not, like, sitting and resting and maybe like stretching or meditating or doing things that really um, like are therapy for our, our us as individuals. Yeah. So we're always just output, 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 output. Yeah. And like mental, we think it's mental input, but it's just, it's more output, like mm-hmm. thinking and processing and practicing or painting or whatever, you know, like yeah. all that, all that's output. And I've really realized that that can be confused as input, you know, self-love. And I don't, I don't think it's this, it, it's, to me, it's not the same. Like yeah. there has to be that where you're not thinking about music and you're not practicing music and you're just sitting with yeah. yourself and yeah. just like being, you know, yeah. And yeah. it's very kind, like being kind to yourself. I think I, I've been thinking a little bit about, and I, we keep, I'm loving this conversation, but I want to get to the songs here, um, uh, about. I've been thinking about like uh, having some places in my life that are, are not commodified, in any way that I just do them because I just purely enjoy them, mm. and I don't mm-hmm. necessarily get any kind of economic. Uh, yeah, economic in the sense of not only money but also like pats on the back kind of thing, right? Or whatever, which is hard to do because like for <laughs> me, like story night is kind of that way, but of course I still get something. Yeah, out of that. right. But but even you know just great conversations, you know, sitting down with a friend, wasting time. Um, yeah, like diving into deep conversations and not beating yourself up over that kind right. of thing but just mm-hmm. know going if i don't like that's this is what life is about this yeah. is this is the joy of life is like getting to to sit here right now with you 
yeah. like having some coffee, talking about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and not even, I mean, we're recording this, so that kind of gets in the, for me, it gets in the way a little bit. I'm, I'm more aware of what I'm saying all the time than when we're just sitting in the gallery or, yeah. or here right. without anything recording. Daniel and I talked for like two hours yesterday morning when we really had a whole bunch of stuff we probably <laughs> should have got to. Yeah. But it was just like, no, this actually, this is what keeps the friendship going. This is, mm-hmm. and, and this, and keeps the whole thing enjoyable. Yeah. And, and really the, that's like the best, some of the best parts of life. Yeah. And I, I think both those things that you said were important to me of that, giving yourself that time to do, do that. And then also not beating yourself up over it, like yeah. letting yourself, <laughs> Which is crazy, right? Like, letting yourself just, like, yeah. be, just yeah. exist without expectations and without goals or yeah. whatever. Like, no, you're just going to sit. Yeah. And you're going to be okay yeah. uh, sitting for an hour or two hours. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, whatever. Because, yeah. yeah, it's weird. Like, I, I mean, I've spent so much of my, you know, I'm putting things to it. No, I need to, like, sit down and I need to journal. Uh, right. Hey, I'll sit down, but I'm going to write about, I'm going to blog or I'm going to, you know, like, and just like read, reading for me. I'm letting myself read more, nice. letting myself just rest. And we'll all start like, like all of our parents will all start reading, uh, like Patterson novels or whatever, like, <laughs> yeah. some, like crime thriller. Novels. Maybe that's just, what you start, maybe that's what you start to do. You're right. Just, you're just like, you know what? Screw it. <laughs> like, I need I just, something to do to yeah. facilitate me just like not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, just buying the books off the racks at yeah. Albertsons, like that are up there in the front. Romance novels or Man, that probably is. We should we should like look into that. I, I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna pick get, one up sometime. I don't wanna get just, hooked. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways. Okay, so will you sing? Uh, we we share a a tune. I'd love to. Uh huh. Let's do it. Yeah. Yep. All right. I'm gonna need to tune up. How do you think? Uh, like looking at this, does levels and everything seem okay? Let's check. Um, Should we break real quick? And yeah, then... let's break. Okay, we'll be right back with some tunes. Some tunage. All right. Might have to. There's probably going to be a couple of these mess ups. If I can get through the first two, I'll be. (laughs) All right. Lean back and take it in. Faster than the light is it first fell on your face and it 
do it better I had to keep poking my phone for the Did lyrics <laughs> but because it went to low battery mode and then should I do it again or do you think that's fine I, I thought I didn't even notice I never noticed anything but I wasn't really I just had my eyes <laughs> I just listening. that was wonderful but if you want to I'll think about it. Oh, it's probably fine. It sounded... It, it was... Yeah, it was really nice. Really? All right. Maybe I'll just be okay with that. <laughs> so, uh... Like, it just... It feels like so much of you is in it. Like, there's so much vulnerability in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is, I think. <laughs> It's one of those songs, what I was talking about, uh, you know, really thinking, reflecting on writing this song. Uh, it was a time where I was really uh, reflecting again on on like long-term relationships where I'm, you know, 35 now and the relationships that I've had um, are have lasted so long and then realizing how long they've lasted and just the just the importance of like the depth and the length of the import of the relationship became like so important to me 
and then reflecting on uh, my relationship with Amanda, uh, my wife, and um, like you know the the importance of that, and you know the struggles through having a relationship that long, like two yeah. people that our relationship is mostly based out of living in <laughs> one house together. So we're going to have conflict and things like that, you know, but um, I don't know. That's kind of where it, where it was, it was coming like a love that looks diff, a love that's so different than what you imagine again of mm-hmm. what love looks like. Like there's kind of a, like the musician thing. Yeah, right? exactly. Like it's, it's, it's crazy when I look at, when I look at her and our, our relationship, um, it's it's a love that has you know that you know we we trust each other to raise our children uh together which is a huge thing you know we have a house we have a life we take care of each other's like you know the bills and the food and the the shoveling of the water you know we're like a support system and so that was kind of the impetus for this song is just how strong those loves are in those relationships and and in the part that's funny to me is that you know your your higher self what i've been calling it is like uh you know going around collecting all these things when you're just plowing through life at you know just getting things done you know and you're not you don't i don't know i you don't realize the beauty of that stuff but there's a part of you that really does take note and like puts it in the subconscious and then when you write a song it comes out you go oh "Oh." And then, and then you reflect on that and then you go, oh, wow, I missed all that. But I didn't. Like some part of me took it yeah. and swept it into the – like <laughs> behind me, you know, sweeping it into a dustpan. Like you're going to need this, you know. Yeah. But um, So it's interesting to, to then, you know, in the phase that I'm in, like being more present and more aware of those moments. Yeah. And, and um, so that makes life more exciting yeah. as well. But that's, that's the song. The intro. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I gotta change it to this real quick. Mm. That last song feels like, kind of like what you were saying, but it feels like it, it's like putting a period at the end of this time of your life to oh, me. Like it yeah. just, it feels like it takes into account the last 10 years of yeah. your life and holds it all in that song for me as, wow. as a, as a friend. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, Oh, like that song at the end of Walk Hard. Which which one is that? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. It has like this same like build that's so that song I mean it's that song is ridiculous, but it's also awesome. Have you seen that? Yeah, movie? no, yeah, the Dewey Cox. Yeah. yeah. Uh it's about the good walks and the hard walks. Yeah. And the walks made you cry. Yeah, yeah now I have to go listen to that. <laughs> it's been a long time since I saw that movie. But it's just, it's like the last song of his life. And then, he, and then he dies right at the end. <laughs> Holy. Yeah. I don't die. But I got that same, like, kind of goosebumpy feeling mm. with that song of yours. That you did at the end of Walk Hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That's like, um, that's cool. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Here, let's hear this next song. What's the name of this next song? Oh, 
I uh, I guess, for lack of a better word, time cannot erase. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Like, in looking at this and thinking about this song, this is similar to that that idea of, like, you think love is going to be, you know, one way, and it's just different. Life is different. Yeah. You learn. <laughs> you learn that it's different. Uh, I got to make sure I can... tell myself that I'm going to write easier songs that I can just play. Make it through it. Yeah. Everywhere, right, I know, right? Like, oh yeah? You th <laughs> Can you just relax and write a nice little song? No. Put a bridge in there that you can't play. <laughs> Keep yourself on your toes. Alright. Hard as steel after the wind chill, not yet ready for sun to touch bare skin. The thaw has come, but we're feeling numb from the things that helped us to relate. And I tried to separate, but the tears came gently rolling down my face. In love, that time cannot erase Where well, we started young with some summer fun Laying by the pool, the breeze would cool our backs At night, hands on hips, we'd dance until lips Would lead us to the bedroom floor and our hearts were intertwined But our minds were quickly leaving us behind In love, that time cannot erase Childhood dreams as important as they Childhood dreams only last as long as they please. And her hands, they held my face in an attempt to hold the memories that we've made. In love, their time. Not erase in love. Their time cannot erase. <laughs> I still messed up on the bridge a little bit, but 
like that one. Probably better. Just keep it. Okay. I'm all right with that. Cool. Yeah, that's a, I, it was kind of... Hearing it twice, it's like the second time I actually... The first time I was just kind of, it was just kind of flowing over me, I think. But then the second time I actually really picked up on a lot of the lyrics mm. more. And that's... Man got a lot of beautiful visuals in that oh nice thanks yeah yeah I like I like stuff like that I, I think that's like I took a class and uh, it was with Jay you know oh uh, yeah <laughs> and we read this book about how the book of David was a composite narrative it was like you know of course like a 400 page book on <laughs> on David or something maybe it wasn't that much but it was like you had to read it but like you know in reading and just thinking about composite narratives it helped me with songwriting like like taking bits and pieces from my relationship and a friend's relationship and when I was 18 or where I'm oh, okay. at now you know and then putting all those together for to make a song it's fun. that's kind of like what that is like it's okay. bits and pieces from a lot of different um, relationships like the good and the bad and we, we were young is like that too okay so the like laying out on the pool side is that mm -hmm. something uh, is that something from your past mm -hmm. and the, mm -hmm. yeah I just like that, that yeah that visual and like the I don't know that's got a sweet it, it feels it feels like how it feels like to be in love Oh, nice. Yeah, cool. So. Yeah, it's something like a newer... I'm trying to like write more lighter, yeah. too. Like So it's a little like... It feels pop, like poppier to me. Yeah. Even though it's nowhere near like yeah. pop, but it's sort of like... I don't know. It's fun like having that come out yeah. of me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I like that. It's has that feel to it, you yeah. know. Man, this has been awesome. This is... As always, an absolute delight. To oh man, yeah, I needed that to uh, record a little bit of something with you, and um, can't wait for uh, more of your songs on Thursday night, dude. I'm so excited for that. It's gonna be a beautiful night. Uh, let's make some more coffee and breakfast for Daniel. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Be good to yourselves. Talk to you next week. <laughs>